Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once to the H and... Welcome once. Welcome <laughs> once again. Welcome once. First time you've listened. Welcome once. Welcome once again to the H and J day. This has been a long week. <laughs> Um, and uh, Martin Kellner joined us today, uh, and Andy and uh, him had a slight difference of opinion on the merits of Roy Keane as a pundit, which you'll hear. Uh, we covered a bit of ground, didn't we? We did. Uh, you, talking of that, you did actually say to Motti when he left, you said, see you Monday, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only going to think of him as Matty from no, now No, 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 people know that he did get a one-off <laughs> nickname in the past from Barry Hearn. Barry Hearn once called him Motsy. Really? He said, all right, Motsy. He's never been called that by anybody in his life. Jewish, that one. Yeah. Anyway. He was also called by John Lyle, the former West Ham manager. had a go at him one day. He said, you, you're a bomberoo. Really? Have you ever heard? No one knows what it means. A bomberoo. Yeah, had a go at him. Anyway, Motty's story is there. Completely (laughs) killing the reason for you to buy his autobiography. But anyway. um, Is it called I'm a (laughs) bomberoo? Anyway. Uh, Anyway. Uh, what here else? It all comes. Uh, here it is, yeah, yeah. Good afternoon, Paul, and uh, I was watching a bit of IPL last night. And okay. Joffre uh, Archer basically won the, won the game for his team, so it makes a lot of sense uh, not to pick him or anything like that. England haven't got a load of injuries or anything yeah. pre-World Cup. He's going to be brilliant. He'll be involved, definitely. He'll, he'll be, be in the he'll, team. He'll, he'll be great against uh, Pakistan he's, he's and he'll terrific. play. He's terrific. I mean, he's just a wonderful cricketer. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what else have I got here? Uh, it was a yes. bit of a sport-free night, wasn't it? Really? Well, it was a little bit. I mean, it wasn't I'm... even. I couldn't. I, I was going to watch some rugby league, but it wasn't a Super League game last was night it? either. Not that I could find. No, not on the telly. I watched Veep and Urban Myths. They're Do you know what? I, I, I watched something slightly out of kilter. Do you care mm. what I watch? Is a bit like yeah. talking about someone's yeah. dreams. I've had something on the i on the on the uh, <laughs> it's better than someone on the Sky dreams. Player for ages, and it was a film. It was quite quite a sad mm. watch actually. It's uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. You're watching Veep. Veep she's yeah, in that's it. what reminded you. Yeah. With James Gandolfini in the last film he made oh. called Enough Said. It's sort of quite. A I've seen it. Little indie yeah. film. It's a good film. I've but seen it. Great performance mm. by both of them. And even how sad it was that Gandolfini mm. was a great actor doing something different. All the great work he would have done. To fifty-one years old, that was tragic. He was wonderful. And as, honestly, it's as if you knew I was going to say this. But Sopranos star <laughs> Stephen Van Zandt, yeah, has been tweeting about a flower and produce show in Frinton on Sea. <laughs> really? Did his, did his tweet say, "Where are you going to grow"? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah incredible. So but, he's uh, going to turn up, isn't he? He's well, going to turn, yeah, he's gonna turn up, is he? Oh, yeah, he's been invited. Yeah, well, he might yeah. come. You never know, really. And talking of vegetables, I don't know who you... The asparagus psychic. Do you remember Jemima Packington? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, this is the woman that, that predicts football results and other important things yeah. by throwing asparagus in the air, and the way it lands determines what's the, what the score's going to be. We used it during the World Cup, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, tremendous. Uh, the, I prefer tinsel, of course. Yeah. But psychic, who, yes, she's predicted that uh, Megan will give birth to twins wow. after reading the Spears live on this morning. It's brilliant, isn't it? I'm going to bring some asparagus in for the Fools panel and make sure I win it. Yeah, that's a good idea, definitely. Well, Motti will be, Motti, already, he'll be down he, the greengrocers now. Used if I brought out a bunch yeah. of asparagus. What are you doing, Andy? <laughs> are you mad? And I don't know if you've seen the uh, Labour politician Lord Adonis, or Lord Adonis. Yeah, I've seen him, yeah. But uh, he does bear an astonishing resemblance to Barry Davis. Here, Paul, look at his face. Just look at his face. <laughs> Let's have a look. He has got a look. He has got a look at Barry Davis uh, about him. Very good there, Andy. Thank Beautiful. Very yeah, I can see that. Well done. That's uh, four through the covers. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautifully done, yeah, yeah. And a pet parrot. Honestly, not much sport about today, Yeah, yeah, really. a bit of quiet sports day, yeah. <laughs> was arrested uh, during a raid in Brazil after mm. tipping off drug suspects when the cops turned up by squawking, Mummy, police! And I presume he did it in Portuguese. Yeah. But when they bring... When they've, they've arrested the parrot, which seems it's not hardly his fault, really. Arrested a parrot? They've arrested the parrot was arrested during a raid when he squawked, Mummy, police! He warned, he tipped them off. But the thing is, when they bring it to court, and they say... That would be a heck of a 24 hours in police custody, <laughs> wouldn't it? Don't you think? I'd certainly watch that one. He would. He's just sitting in his cell. They do that little slightly grainy shot from the corner of the cell and you can just hear... He's lying on the bunk with a blanket over him going... <laughs> that, if you do watch that show, it makes you realise just how cold police stations are. Right. Do you know, obviously, or you just feel the cold more when you're being grilled by the police yeah. because uh, most of, generally the, the the officers, the police officers carrying out the interviews, are just in shirt sleeves mm. and stuff or blouses. Mm. The, the female officers, yeah. and but most of the uh, mm. there could be a reason for that. Yeah. But most of them seem to be shivering quite a lot. To <laughs> well, the, quite a lot of the people really. they're speaking to, yeah. need a big blanket over their it's shoulders. Not ideal, is it? Anyway, really? I wouldn't know. With no, it, but not, it's just an observation. Well, I was going to say that when they bring the parrot to court yeah. and they want it to perform, it won't perform because if you've ever tried to get a parrot to do anything yeah. publicly, we have on this show, we well, did on fantasy football. Fantasy football, they, yeah. they just go, they they just clam up. I mean, I think we got the, the couple down with their parrot. They were from the Midlands. I mean, it was a couple of hundred quids worth of cab. I think we had to put them up in a hotel. <laughs> had quite a lot of millet we had to buy. Cuttlefish, yeah, and uh, and the parrot wouldn't talk, would it, on the show? No, what a waste of money that but we was. We had one, we had one on this show. I remember, and it, it wouldn't know. No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't play, would it? That's nah. a great, great show. There's more news from Torquay making the national press, John. I, wow. know, I thought I'd interest you on this. <coughs> one. Again, they've got a good PR person there, haven't they? Yeah, it's not really anything to do with the uh, fine triumph in the National League South. Hundreds of monster barrel jellyfish have invaded a seaside resort. They've been spotted in the shallow waters of the marina at Torquay. Yeah. Uh, they can grow to the size of dustbin lids. <laughs> so next time you're down there, don't go for a swim. Yeah, that, that, sounds, a bit, that sounds a bit evil, doesn't it? Yeah, Basically, they'll give you a nasty sting. So, uh, yeah, just watch out for a dustbin lid-sized jellyfish. Uh, and don't go in. The thing is now, as I've only got enough material for one section, should I blow it all on one <coughs> section or spin it out? What, what should I do? Well, I don't know, Andy. It's a, it's a very tough call. No, I think I'll save it. You're going to save some? Yeah. Are you excited about the football this weekend? I'm very excited about the football this weekend, but I'm always excited about Chelsea till I see the team he's picked. Right. And then I'm either more excited or I just think I might as well go to the pitches. So, for example, if he picks Hazard on his own up front, which he's done four times in big games and still, still yet to score a goal with yeah. us, then obviously I'll be thinking this is a waste of time. If he picks Giroud and, uh, you know, and with Hazard in his right position, yeah. 
and Rudiger's fit. Well, I think Chelsea got a chance, but we'll learn more of that with Motti later. I was having a chat with our gaffer weekend. here earlier on, who was a West Ham fan, and I'm, mm. I've, I've, I'm a bit worried about tomorrow. Um, yeah, I keep saying to you, they don't need to, though. You, you, as long yeah. as you win the last two games, you will qualify because your goal difference is better than Chelsea. Chelsea can only reach 76 points. So, you know, yeah. if you get if you win your last two, you will qualify. But you wouldn't want to lose tomorrow. No, I just I know. just think all the ingredients are there, aren't they? West Ham totally up for it, of course, yeah. wanting to be the first people to score and to obviously win or get a result at the new stadium. Uh, Spurs but, likely to make changes ahead of Tuesday, although mm -hmm. Son will And the play. game between the, the two IX games, although it's Bournemouth, Bournemouth away, away yeah. that, that could be yeah, tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. So, All three have got tricky. Yeah. United, it's in their favour. The last they, two games for the United have got to do well in this game, haven't they? Too? Yeah. They've got to do well against Chelsea. They can get a result if against Chelsea. If they beat Chelsea. Chelsea, then they've got Huddersfield and yeah. Cardiff. And if, if Arsenal you know, <clears> fall away, then obviously they can only reach 73 points, United, so they would need Arsenal to drop, you know, another game. Um, and Chelsea I wouldn't be at all surprised if yeah. Leicester and Arsenal draw. I'm not altogether sure Leicester are going to win, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if it's a draw. So that I mean, if Chelsea don't, if they get beat on Sunday, it's mm. going to look, you know, the maximum they can get is 72 to look difficult. You know, it'll be unlikely that they'll make the top four. Oh, it's exciting. It's exciting it at is. the top. It's a big, big game. And at the bottom, actually, the Premier League, is, it's still wide open, isn't it, at the moment, mm. with Brighton and uh, Cardiff. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, we'll be looking in more detail at that with uh, Motti a little bit later on. Of course, it is uh, Football Shirt Friday. Uh, money being raised for the uh, Bobby Moore Fund. Uh, to tackle bowel cancer and um, if you've not done it yet if you've just gone out for a walk or you're, you're not at work and you're thinking I'll stick on the old football shirt I'll mm. join in well please do but if you are going to do that uh, you need to text the word shirt to 70200 that's 70200 and you donate a fiver by mm. doing that so text shirt to 70200 to donate a fiver to the Bobby Moore Fund. A lot of people, I've been looking at Twitter, a lot of people, because of the hashtag yeah. Football Shirt Friday, and there's a lot of people have done it. It's a great idea, simple idea as well, so uh, make a donation if you can. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Racing fans, uh, prepare to lose money because Andy's nap will be along before uh, two o'clock. Uh, it's uh, a new series. We well, had because the race is off in three minutes. Oh, okay, so it's off in three minutes. It's Sandown, Andy. Give us your nap. Then. It's Sandown, the one fifty, the Bet three six five Isha Cup handicap. I'm going with Reggae Runner. Based on what? Nothing. I like the name. Joe, okay. Joe Fanning is riding. And what sort of odds are we talking about there? Well, let's have a look. Uh, Nine to two, not too bad. Apparently, it's come in at this now three to one favourite. It's come in in the second <laughs> since you said it. So we may even get a winner for a change. Okay, so just for reggae runner, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Andy's nap for the day based on absolutely nothing except he likes the name. The way your old nan used to choose horses yeah, for the national. Again. So uh, we we turn now to uh, Cheltenham Saracens, who I believe uh, rounded off their season with a three-one victory in the Hellenic League Division One West. That in itself would not merit. At five minutes on TalkSport. No, not really, but it's still a good result. It is. Yeah, well, congratulations. Well, should we just leave it there, then? <laughs> yeah. And just give the result out and leave it. But something <laughs> happened yes. uh, during the game that held it up uh, for five minutes. And here to tell us, an eyewitness, John Palmer, was there for uh, Gloucestershire Live. Good afternoon, John. Afternoon, how you doing? Good, thank good. you, yeah. So, so that in itself, the 3-1 victory, although brilliant over Kidlington development, uh, really is not what the story's about. Tell us what happened. <laughs> No, it was yeah, cracking result for Cheltenham Saracens, but it was overshadowed slightly by 
Uh, the score was 1-1, and uh, Killington Development had a player, Julius Moraga, sent off. Uh, and he went into the changing rooms, um, you know, a little bit downcast after being shown a red card. And then the, the ground was plunged into darkness. Um, I think it was about 15 minutes to go. So nobody really knew what happened. And a couple of the club officials from Saracens ran in to see what was going on. And he actually, in attempting to turn the showers on, managed to turn the floodlights off. So, uh, you know, that's his, that's his story anyway. But I think we've got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, he says that he was trying to turn the showers on. And after about a five-minute break, they managed to get the lights back on. And Saracens went on to win 3-1. So interesting development. Have you? I just wondered if you've actually seen that switch. Did you get in there? Did you think, oh, hang on, let me go and have a look? Did it? Did it look like? I mean, did they look very different? Did one say on it, "Warning: floodlights do not touch"? <laughs> Probably. Sure. It's a little bit suspicious. I mean, the same the same ground this season. One of the referees got locked in the change room before the game couldn't get out. That was another thing that happened at the same ground. So they do need to work on their signage. Uh, Maybe there's a poltergeist there. Maybe the great. This is a different. This is going in a different direction. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I am a little bit suspicious of Julius. But um, and Kidlington have been quite funny. They, some of their guys have said that if you knew him, you'd understand why he did it, and it was an honest mistake. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But it's um, yeah, certainly a little bit fishy when you get sent off and then yeah. try and get the game called off. <laughs> so how, how many people were in the were in the ground? It was about seventy in the ground. On the night, so uh, that you know, Saracens get between fifty and hundred. They've had a really good season, but um, you know, probably be the season will probably be remembered for that one incident there. And, and how long was the break before they got you going again? Uh, it was about five minutes. Oh, okay. Minutes nothing, they, yeah, so they fired them back up again. Really. And did he deserve the red card? Was he about unlucky, Julius? Yeah, I don't think he can have any complaints about the card. Um, no, not at all. It was a yeah, it was a fair decision for the referee. Um, he wasn't locked in the changing rooms on this occasion, so uh, they were they were able to officiate. And uh, yeah, no, no complaints about the red card. <laughs> It's fantastic. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Well, they're underway at Sandown, uh, although we must be on the wrong channel, so I'll find the right channel. (laughs) The bad news is, Andy, flying in the face of the whole spirit of uh, this idea, Andy's nap, Andy Smart, a man who's a decent tipster, (laughs) is already on uh, Reggae Runner. So that would suggest... He wants this job, He because he's a proper tipster. Yeah, but that wasn't the point of it, Andy. I just (laughs) wanted sort of quite random choices. So, yeah, the 150 at Sandown is underway. We had Reese Topley lumping on your horse yesterday. <laughs> this is the we're, we're, is we it? can't do any more than tell I'm, you. I'm a this is Andy's nap. Tips of influence. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. It will uh, it will never work out. So um, anything else, Andy? You'd I'm like to talk about? I'm, tra- I'm transfixed by this. Well, I'm afraid uh, you're not here to watch Tally, Andy. You're, you're no, entertaining the nation. Um, I see that Boris Johnson. Did you see this? He received 160 grand for two speeches. One of them was a hundred from the Times of India. They paid him 132 grand to give a speech. One pound and 32 quid. It's <laughs> a lot of money. I don't know how they justify that. That's a lot of money. Isn't how long it? does he have to do for that? Well, I wouldn't imagine. Well, how long could he do? What, half an hour? No, I can't. No, he's got to do it. For 100, 100 grand, I'd want more than that. Wouldn't you? 32 grand. I'd want, I mean, I'd want more I'd want more than half an hour out of him. <laughs> I'd make him stick around to. You can't do it too long. He'd be, he'd be I'd bored. I'd have him washing he? up after the dinner, wouldn't you, for 100 grand? <laughs> it does seem a lot of money. Repaint really. the ceiling. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. didn't say what to do. And the other was 32, no, 38,000 from Citigroup. Okay. So, you think we, it's, it's quite strange, really, because there's a big difference there in the. Two speeches. Well, quite a lucrative, lucrative business, uh, well, Andy. Yeah, so, uh, and, uh, yeah, maybe you want to get yourself in there. I bet you'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we're just uh, awaiting the result. 
PSA. Oh, I didn't win, Andy. Masaru won yeah, it at, at nine to one. At nine to one. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you're in the frame. I wasn't then. on each way there. So your record and your first day of Andy's nap on um, mm. on Wednesday was uh, uh, you finished fourth in a four horse race. That's true. <laughs> Uh, as the Leicester fans, to paraphrase the Leicester fans, the Tottenham fans. So, yeah, uh, we'll, Andy's nap will return on Monday, but please don't take any notice of anything he says because he has not got a clue. Um, we'll bring you the SP, uh, as if you care, uh, a little <laughs> bit later on. Um, Tom says, having already backed the uh, horse before Andy napped it, I'm happily blaming him for that run. This oh, is, so quite a lot of people were on it. Oh, well, you know, what and can you do? Uh, and it was probably in the chance till you bopped it. Sorry. Um, sorry. I'm only kidding. Andy. It's not, that's not the way it works. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Yeah, Mo Farah, this thing is really rumbling on, isn't it? And uh, um, some accusation. I mean, his, his own team said they've dismissed the suggestion that an a- elite athlete would drink regularly. But the uh, the other side said, Mo stayed at the hotel many times. And they're always well, they conf- said drink was involved in. I've, yeah. missed, I've missed quite a lot He only brings trouble, especially after he's been drinking. Make him sound like Alan at Cheltenham. <laughs> Alan's no trouble at Cheltenham. He we just sits trouble. quietly in the corner and behaves himself. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was listening to This American Life. That's one of the wife was... Uh, oh, the podcast. podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a thing about the NBA. that they, They've done this extensive research on their referees. They're the most sort of researched and, and uh, studied referees in, in world sport. Yeah. And they found that they subconsciously favoured the losing team. So if a team was behind, they'd tend to get more decisions. Hmm. Or, unsurprisingly, the home team. 
So right, it's, okay. It's so, of course, refs always call it as they see it, but I suppose there is this... It's flesh and blood, aren't they? Yeah, you always feel that. You feel that about, always about referees. Yeah. Talking of referees, and we were talking about a bit of skullduggery in the lower leagues, and sometimes the, the, uh, the Twitter and the internet generally is a mine of old football stuff that mm. comes up. And this was a story that appeared, uh, I think, on Twitter a little while ago. I'd forgotten about it. And this is someone from uh, the world of lower league football telling this story. He said, we had an instance at Leatherhead in the third amateur cup match against Hayes of just how stupid football fans can be, said mm. the, the journalist. The idiot in question carried a whistle around with him and blew it whenever the Leatherhead forwards were nearing their rival's goal mouth. <laughs> that was very common at one point. Yeah, now you're, I mean, mm. obviously in a big game, there's 30-odd thousand people there, wouldn't be, but in a, in a small ground, you hear a whistle, players going to stop yeah. playing, aren't they? This happened too frequently in the first matches of the season. So in match three, home officials made an appeal to Mr X uh, to keep his whistle in his pocket. Just to make sure uh, about it, police were told to watch out for the whistleblower. See what they did there? Uh, yeah, they good. found him and stood alongside him during the match and the whistle stayed in his pocket. Well, he'd have some front to start blowing it <laughs> with two coppers either side Incredibly of it. Incredibly stupid thing to do. And basically it? he said, I can understand the feelings of Leatherhead supporters when the referee decided to call off their first two games. So this Burke had the first two games of the season called off for the team with his magic whistle. They call him the village team. Uh, uh, we're in front on both occasions and both times the ref had to stop the game because of this errant whistleblower take note Mr Supporter says the journalist, they don't write like this anymore it's not easy to agree with a referee but his word is law, go against his ruling, start demonstrating you're going to get your club officials and team plenty of trouble. It when seems. was this? I I'm guessing it was somewhere in, sometime in the early 60s or something, <laughs> okay. that was a long time ago. Breaking news. Yeah, yeah, breaking Can you play that news exclusive thing we got? <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not saying that now. I mean, I, I wouldn't call no. that they're the village necessarily well, now, would really. you? No, absolutely. Uh, Carlsberg have created a bright red beer for Liverpool fans as Blimey. the team bids to win its first Premier League title. I'm, I'm, the, I'm always loath. You get that uh, St. Patrick's Day, don't you? the old green, but I think, no, yeah. I'm not drinking that. The lager brewed with red barley will be on sale for the Huddersfield Town match at Anfield tonight. Well, you get a red ale. So yeah. they've, not, they've not put a red dye in it or well, something. Well, I don't know. They, they said they've used red barley. The sort barley. of thing they paint on sheep. They wouldn't red, do that, Carlsberg. Of course not. It's just a red ale they've put Guinness together. have been doing a Newcastle one for years. Like, they're, not, they're not impressed. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is true. <laughs> and uh, anything else? Yes. Um, players who... I told you, this is something we, we really need to look into more, but... Players who claim... I'm going to get myself into trouble here because the science is quite complicated. OK. But players, well, I've, got every, I've got every confidence in <laughs> you, you, Andy. You can have. explain. You can make the I've science the simple. Players who claim throw-ins and corners may not be lying. It's, it's to do with the trick of the mind. Because it is infuriating, isn't it? A ball goes yeah. out for a corner, you've clearly seen it come off a player, but that player still appeals to the referee. Well, they believe it. They, they're they not cheating. They believe... Yeah, some of them are cheating. Well, that's probably... You have this situation. This is, this is from uh, the Arizona State University. Again, doing basketball, but I think it's the same thing because it's exactly the same thing happens in basketball. The ball goes out and both players claim it, it came off the other one. Uh, you have this situation that happens all the time where two people are reaching for the ball, both hit it and it goes out of bounds, and both claim the other hit it last but this may not be because the highly paid sports people are, are behaving in an unsporting manner it's in it's the way our brains distort our perception of reality there you go
Is that what it is? What do you mean by that, Andy? <laughs> it's <laughs> Dan. <laughs> just, can, we drill, can we just drill down into that a little more, Professor Jacobs, as we haven't got a guest on it? So, I still think, generally, they're cheating. They stick their hand up in the air. Okay. Become... Well, they did this test. People were put in pairs, sitting opposite each other, but hidden by a divider. When a light flashed, which happened randomly, each one had to tap their right finger on a sensor on the other person's left hand. Right. They were then told to judge who had tapped first, Two-thirds of the time, both thought they'd tap the other one first, and it took a gap of 50 milliseconds before someone was more likely to accept that their partner got their tap in before them. So there you go. It's to do with the, the, the way your brain works. But you can so explain So next time that. they're cheating, don't ask me to. You can explain that to Jimmy and the boys who sit behind you <laughs> yeah. when a player appeals and gets a corner they don't deserve, and then that team scores. You say, look, it wasn't really his fault. It's basically it's their perception of reality, Jimmy. Stop swearing. It'd be one of those, wouldn't it? It could be good, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talking to which, Andy, yeah. do you want some more old news? Yeah. Uh, this was this is something that turned up I, I meant to tell you about, and it's quite timely because you're wearing the 1970 FA Cup am, final yeah. shirt today as part of, uh, of uh, Football mm. Shirt Friday. And I found this thing. It's um, Shoot magazine. Did a water day at Wembley just before the 1970 Cup final between uh, Leeds. And it proves these kind of quirky features... Mm. Uh, are not a new thing when you look at a big day and you look at the kind of quirkier aspects of them. Okay, yeah. So I was there that day. Yeah, of course you were, yeah. yeah. How many programmes do you think? I mean, the programmes obviously used to sell in huge oh, yeah, numbers. much then. bigger than they do now. How many FA Cup? Because I remember I used to get you FA Cup programmes. You could buy it at the newsagent. You could buy a newsagent, yeah. Guess how many they would sell for the 1970 FA Cup final? I'd say... 200,000. More. A quarter of a million programmes wow. would say be sold. 50,000. That's annoying. At yeah. two shillings a pop. Wow. Yeah. And 20 tonnes of paper would be used. So that's a bit too much information. <laughs> Good detail. Catering. Uh, <laughs> catering staff of 500 people you would have at these events. Wow. With 100,000 crowd, there'll be a large staff to cope, Shoot told us. 500 people look after the catering site, while 400 the police... nobody looked after the pitch that day, because it had been wrecked by the horse of the year. Yeah, show. it was in a terrible state, wasn't it? It was a real pudding, wasn't it? Um, mm. 400 police are on patrol, maintaining law. 400 police uh, at a football match. Yeah, uh, our times have changed. Haven't got the manpower, indeed, the money. Um, 500 stewards and 300 commissionaires. Now, the commissionaire... Oh, yeah. Well, my dad, my stepdad was, uh, after coming out of the Navy, was a commissionaire. Tend to be sort of military people. Then. It would. And you pick you, up you'd get a uniform. You'd get a uniform. And epaulets it, uh, you'd, and all yeah, that. Yeah. You'd look, it was kind of, you'd look sort of vaguely official, like you were mm. sort of army, like you were services. But uh, he did all sorts. He did a Beatles gig once, my dad, as a commissionaire. And really? was very much looking forward. That's good enough. That's very much looking fact. forward to seeing the Beatles. But, of course... Couldn't hear any of it. Just it was like high pitched screaming. Oh, the screaming. High pitched screaming. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it was he, spent he, didn't most to, he didn't have to sit with his back to them, did they? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not like stewards. <laughs> Imagine them sitting at the front, looking out at <laughs> loads of screaming kids. No, it wasn't that. There are a hundred program sellers and one hundred first aid attendants. It, they'll generate twenty tons of rubbish. This is all. This is rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> it's quite interesting. The teams arrive at two o'clock. Uh, oh, yeah. An hour before kickoff, we were told by Shoot. Hmm. Now, this gives the younger players a chance to savour the atmosphere. I mean, you're not going to get be there. very nervous. I mean, the older players would yeah. get there at ten to three. I mean, it wouldn't really work like that, would it? Twenty-five thousand cups of tea. We'd already been there an hour. My dad was. He was, a he was the king of getting there early. Was he? getting there early. I remember we went to the West Ham. Um, Everton. We were the first people in the stadium. I remember that. Well, the clearly. Howard Kendall game was it? Yeah, nineteen sixty four. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about that? Mm-hmm. Um, yep, um, twenty five thousand cups of tea. When you were about, I was only about twelve, and two hours before kickoffs a long time ago. Yeah, I read the program. 
Okay, I'm sure you did. You were one of the court of a million. Cover to cover. 25,000 sandwiches, mm. 5,000 gallons of beer would be sold on Cup Final Day at Wembley, and 500 bottles of whiskey. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think our taste, our, our drinking taste have changed, you know. Oh, I can't wait to get to the cup fire and have a bottle of whiskey. Especially in May. It's yeah. pretty quite nice weather. <laughs> That'd go down well. I'm afraid the, the the cost of cup final tickets were on the up at the time. A, a, a stand ticket was 12 and 6, and a seat was going to set you back 25 to 80 shillings. God. 20's plenty, isn't it, for shillings? <laughs> 20 shillings I think. is plenty. Now, what are well, they? it was now, Kevin Miles when you needed him then. Yeah, anyway, let me ask. Some old news well, for you. Breaking like that, yeah. old news uh, here on TalkSport. <laughs> we'll take you back exclusive. to the 1970 Cup Talk final. Gold. When Andy's shirt was uh, fresh off the rack. Oh, yeah, nicely brought back. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sports, and uh, not his usual music, no. but I'm, he is prepared to work. I'm sure. Well, it won't you put say him that. Off. You it say won't put that. Him off. Slightly oh. thrown you. Yeah, it yeah. has. What's happened to the usual bit? Well, I don't know. We've had we've, uh, we've had a technical issue. We'll see if we can play it at the end to see you see you home. I'll be nice. Martin Kellner's here. We can play the Calvin Horace, as I called him, Calvin Harris track that everybody's oh, using. Oh, Calvin Harris is brilliant. It's a brilliant track. Fan, you, but track, every yeah. single match of the day using it. Breakfast mm. show here using it. And every TV show is using that particular piece of music at the moment. That's a good sign, isn't it? You well, it's good yeah, as well. Yeah, hmm. uh, yeah Roy Keane. Yeah, well, I knew you'd has, be mentioning uh, Roy Keane. Has, has anybody mentioned the Manchester Derby at all on Talks? No, not we know very, very little impact. Very little impact. Andy, say what you think about Roy Keane. I know Andy has got an interesting take on it. Well, so. my view is that uh, if the voting is now for Television Personality of the Year, <laughs> Roy Keane is an absolute shoo-it. Yeah. Because I thought he was brilliant. And I did suggest on Twitter that uh, there's not a single discussion programme on TV that mm. would not benefit from parachuting Roy Keane into it. You imagine it, you know, Antiques Roadshow. You know, put... Oh, ah, it's your music, music yeah, you can turn it up a bit, bit then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we start again. Let's start again. Anyway. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Lovely to see you, Martin. Yes. I understand you want to talk about Roy Keane this afternoon. Yes, interesting yeah. you should say that. Yeah. Um, I did suggest on Twitter that there is not a single discussion programme on TV yeah. that would not benefit mm. from Roy Keane being parachuted in as mm. a panellist. Yeah. And I'm glad to say the Twitterati uh, responded in kind okay. and suggested that, say, the Antiques Roadshow, get Roy Keane... <laughs> <laughs> Who sold you this piece of rubbish? Yeah, yeah. good What's recovery. You know? yes. yeah, yeah, Who yeah. sold you this? Are, are you trying to tell me that's real gold? Then I wouldn't give you a fiver for it. Look no. at the state of that. No, so you're not yeah. trying. You're yeah. not trying. You're cheating. Yeah, you're cheating. I, I don't doubt Roy's right to criticise any player because he was a wonderful player and he won everything and he was brilliant. But it's all so personal and unpleasant. He's got a sort of unpleasantness about well, it. Well, it's interesting you should say that. But I, um, many years ago, when I was a famous disc jockey, <laughs> uh, I, used to, I used to work for Jazz FM hmm. and uh, Adele, uh, Adele Bishop, who was uh, who worked at Jazz FM as well. She used to. Not Adele. No, not, 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 a, yeah. not a different deal. Yeah, different um, deal. Used to work at the weekends at Old Trafford on the catering side. Yeah. And not only was she selling the Balti pies, she also used to do some of the sort of high-end catering, you know, the do's that they had and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, the prawn sandwiches. Obviously. Yeah, all yeah. that. But, no, for the players as well, you know, oh, if they right. had an event during the week, mm. she, would, uh, she would do it. And she said Roy Keane 
was always unfailingly polite, well turned out, treat, you know, like the, some of those other ragamuffins yeah. on the Manchester United team <laughs> at the time. But she said Roy Keane was was great. So you know, but I agree with you. He does come over yeah. Uh, yeah. as being. And I've it, never met him, so I, you know, I can't say I mean, she's she's met him. Yeah. him it's interesting because punditry has changed. It's far less mealy mouth than it used to be. You have great pundits on on all the channels, really, all often saying very. Kind of interesting. It's, gone back, it's gone not back, as much as it's, Roy, though. No, no, it's, it's, it's gone back to its original but, form. No, if you but, think about the 70s yeah. panel, but you know, the, the fact that Roy concerned. can stand out quite considerably in, in a very different kind of era, uh, and you know, because it, it's not the way it used to be, it's not all oh, you know, we'll be disappointed with that sort of stuff. But Roy does stand out even in the kind of new era, doesn't he? Well, he does. But I mean, you look at uh, Gary Neville, and Gary Neville has the reputation of you know, telling it like it is, yeah, which, which he does, but he doesn't tell it like it is as much as uh, Roy Keane tells it yeah. like it is. And I thought the conflict between those two was was dynamite TV. Yeah. I want to see him on Question Time. They, I mean, they've tried one or two uh, football pundits on Question Time. Yeah. I want to see Roy Keane on it. When somebody comes... You know, they always come up with these... I don't know if you've seen the appalling Question Time, but there's people in the audience there, and they come up with a question, and clearly they just want to be... Hurt. They're not interested in what the panel's got to say. They just want to show off to everybody that they've asked mm -hmm. this question. And I just imagine Roy Keane just giving them the thousand-yard stare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. None of that. Uh, you, sir, at the back with the blue shirt on. Would you like that. to see him in the Fiona Bruce role then, sort of running it? Yep, yeah, running that and an antiques roadshow as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically he's putting her out of work, isn't he? Poor and the, Fiona. That's and the weather forecast. And fake or fortune, he could do that yeah. one. Yeah. And the weather forecast. Out. He'd be brilliant at the weather forecast. What, what sort of weather you call? You're not trying. You're going to have to get up your game yeah. in the weather department. This is ridiculous weather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did say the other day that almost certainly somebody who works on I'm a Celebrity or Strictly went into the office and said, have we thought of Roy Keane, you know, <laughs> Mr Zeitgeist? Have we thought of Roy Keane? And they're saying, yeah, yeah, you can make that call. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Roy in the jungle. Well, especially it would after be, Harry it being be so successful yeah. last year. It'd be a very so. different, I think, I think. Well, I don't think he mm. wouldn't do it, would he? I mean, he's, I know, a, he he's a very it. private, no, he wouldn't he's do a it. sort of private guy, yeah, isn't he, is, he, in yeah. many ways? Yeah. No, he, he certainly wouldn't do it. I just, I think no. the phone call to him. But it was great TV. Was it not brilliant? To, Andy, even yeah. if you don't like Roy Keane, it was good TV. Do you not think so? Uh, I th no, 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 I didn't. Well, no, no, me. Enough, no, 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 because I just find oh, it no, all a no, bit, no. you know, it's a bit of a, I find it a bit of a cringer, but yeah. you know, I, I, I get why people liked it. I but loved it. Yeah, well, yeah. It, you know, I, I haven't been able to watch much sport this week, so it was a right. gift for me. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I haven't listened to your show this week because, of course, it's a snooker. Ah, okay. Uh, well, that's sport, is, isn't it? That is sport, and that was great. I mean, obviously, I, I always snooze through the snooker. <laughs> you know, I'm in danger of missing tipping point if I. I usually put the alarm on. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> you, you really put the alarm on for tipping no, point. It is beautifully soporific snooker, though. It's, it, yeah. You can start well, watching it. Yeah. Then, then somebody hits a good shot and they all clap and it wakes you up again. No, no, that's just the clack of the no, balls. It's very look, and the yeah. clap, it's, it's it's like a babbling brook. It's like Babble Brooks <laughs> who we missed out here. But, I mean, seriously, <laughs> the snooker was great this week because you do think in the early stages nothing significant yeah, is going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Hmm. But this week, uh, Jim Cahill beating uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah. And and they really got good pundits there. I suppose they don't have a huge amount of competition, but Ken Doherty, I think, is great. He's very good, isn't he, Ken? He is yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Steve Davis, we we know all about him. Yeah. And, you know, if you're trying to explain why Ronnie lost, they were the two ideal guys to go to mm. after Jim Cahill. But Roy Keane would have just, just got oh, personal, really? wouldn't he? 
Roy, King, Roy King would have got personal and said Ronnie's a waste of space or something. You know, yeah, you, you, but why not? It's yeah. a, it's a view, and and if you if you're a sports star, well, you know, if you're a sports star and you're yeah. at the top of your profession, you're earning loads yeah. of money, and it, he's clearly supporting Manchester United, and I think he's got he's entitled to say yeah. why Manchester United. And they are miles behind view, City, which is you know hard yeah. for them to take. Well, it'd be great if Judd Trump started tweeting like Donald Trump. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yes, Judd Trump would sit on the sort of four o'clock in the morning on the toilet, starting, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, saying, Bill, Bill, having a war. go at people he didn't agree with. Yeah. And, you know, and well, never, and never it, reading it, the it, timeline when people I mean, write it's, back. It's quite a spurious. <laughs> I mean, just sharing the same surname makes it quite unlikely that Judd Trump will suddenly go a bit do lally on Twitter. Yeah, 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 it'd be nice it. to see. Yeah, it would be. I'm all for it. I always think, and I said, I've said this before, that Manchester United, mm. whether you don't, whether most people don't support them, um, are probably the most interesting team in British football. Not because they've got the fantastic worldwide sp support, to some extent because of the history of the club, the the plane crash and everything else. Yeah. But it's always, you know, when, when they were talking about C City aren't that interesting to me. I mean, City have built this team and uh, when Pep Guardiola came in, they already had the players that Mancini and Pellegrini had... Uh, had uh, um, recruited. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I don't think Manchester City are as interesting to talk about. They're a fantastic team to watch. Mm. Some of the football is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. But we know that because we've been seeing it all season. But Manchester United, especially now they've appointed Solskjaer as, uh, as the permanent manager and the way they've slipped since then. And incidentally, West Ham should have beaten them easily the other, the other yeah. weekend. Um, are very interesting to talk about. And I couldn't wait when they were talking about City on the, yeah, let's get on to United. Yeah. Let's get on to what's really interesting. And the fact that he, he mentioned players like uh, Pogba, who then got into the PFA Team of the Year, mm. I thought was uh, fascinating. And of course, gave Sky Sports News endless clips right throughout yeah. the day. And I do like their graphic, their graphic that they use on Sky Sports News. I don't know if you've seen that, where how often City and Liverpool have uh, changed places. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It sort of scrolls across the screen. Mm. It's lovely to look at. Yeah. Very relaxing. <laughs> you know, if you <laughs> haven't managed to get to sleep during the snooker, you can see that. <laughs> so have you taken in any other sport? Is that, is no, that... I've, I've no. meant to go on uh, Netflix to... Uh, I just try and watch a documentary on Netflix because you know I'm, um, yeah. I'm actually opposed to council TV at the moment. <laughs> It's not, well, it's not for me. The snooker, of course. Like, you, you need snooker cancel TV. Cancel TV, yeah, end to end. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, everything else, I draw the line at. So I was looking for uh, for something. I mean, I have watched bits of sport. I've watched obviously the football. I watched the. I, I watch the because of our producer, of course, being a, a talking fan. I did watch the, the losers documentary. Oh, it's brilliant isn't on it? on Torquay and Bryn, yeah. of course, the infamous uh, dog. Uh, dog, yeah, yes. the police dog that uh, bit one of the mm. players. It's have you, have you ever seen it, Andy? I haven't seen it. I felt it had become outdated now talking is such a stellar team no but it's a fascinating little film they're, they're yeah, nicely made film. aren't they they're kind of kind of oh, suitably downbeat lovely graphics and stuff yeah. well, i think there's well, they're, they're a mixture the rest of, of the series sort of animation and yeah. then the actual live action i think yeah. i think they're absolutely brilliant did see a great film though which has nothing to do with sport okay but i thought i'd uh, share it with You're you queuing for x-men uh, sorry no, for X -Men, I, no i saw a film called land of mine <laughs> land of mine it's a danish german co-production it's the top sport heartland yes absolutely Subtitles? <laughs> Subtitles, the whole thing. Yeah. Is it four hours long, is it? 
Uh, no, it's only a, you know it's a couple of hours. Or just one hours. continuous mm. shot. No, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Watch it. It's 1945. It said uh, the whole film's set in 1945, and yeah. it's after the uh, the Germans have been occupying Denmark for five years. The Germans leave uh, Denmark, and then they bring some German uh, prisoners of war back. But of course, at that stage, uh, uh, Hitler was recruiting like kids, 15, yeah. 16 years old, and these kids are made to clear the Danish beaches of landmines. Well, you can explain to Wayne Hennessy what you're talking about. Because <laughs> He's, he's giving us it's the ideal film. It's the ideal film. It yeah. should be basically on the must-watch list for Wayne, along with I think Guns and Never Own and, and yeah. every other war film. Precisely. When yeah. they're running through the uh, team talk and everything and watching the videos at Crystal Palace, shove on Land of Mine. It's okay, just film. stick that on. A quiet passage of play, maybe. Yeah. If it's, it's a, a great film. The tedious nil all draw. Urge the talk sport listeners to uh, watch uh, okay. it. Okay. That's right. Not enough CGI in it for me. It's on Sky. Okay. £3.49. £3.49. Really? Sensibly priced. People don't want to pay for stuff now. Okay, Martin. I for that, but I have, you know. You've had a busy week, you know. You've had a busy week. For what we pay you, I'm surprised you watch anything at all. <laughs> no, watch it and, uh, you know, and inwardly digest it for you. Yeah, it's very nice. So, um, you're back overnight on talk I'm back radio, overnight, aren't you? Yeah, I'm busy. I'm back on at 1 a.m. Yeah. Uh, in the morning. It's prime time in Ho Chi Minh City. And we're also getting, um, we're getting a lot of texts from the Indian subcontinent. Are you this, really? This really? That's interesting. Well, yeah. Now, I take it you'll be up early for a uh, cup final grandstand, won't you, tomorrow? 12.30 yeah. kickoff. The I'm wrestling, a question of sport. It's a big day for West. Them. Boys have had their suits fitted oh, midweek. Yeah, yes. Why do all the boys on the coach going to the new lane? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going tomorrow. No, I'm fearful. Matches. I've got to be honest, Martin. I'm fearful of what you're going to bring West Ham. Well, they played well the last week. I know, they were yeah. very unlucky against Leicester. That's exactly. That one. I'm, not, I'm not being good. facetious. I'm being absolutely honest. I think they're going to be up for it. They're playing well. They've got players coming back. We're decimated with injuries. And we want to stick one on you. I know you want to stick one on us. You've got that lovely new stadium, and we're stuck in the in the got a lovely new stadium, nice, just a little nice. bit further from the pitch. The carpet looks, looks nice, though, doesn't yeah, it? Does. The carpet, carpet, carpet. Yeah, has yeah. made a difference, it actually. It does yeah. make a difference. I was very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried. Good celebration by Mikel yeah, Antonio, yeah, yeah. but they didn't seem to realise on the telly that what he was doing. They didn't sort of comment. It was obvious that he was Slide saluting, the, the, saluting the, the, carpet. the carpet. Yeah, salute. That sounds like a euphemism. It does, doesn't it? Saluting the carpet. I'll leave it there. Ooh, I had a few pints last night. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m on talk sport there we are that was this afternoon's show a slight end of term feel of course to the, the proceedings today uh, we're back on monday um, paul whitehouse and bob mortimer are back and they've got another series of their fishing show yeah, which is great, so yeah so uh, we'll catch up with you then thanks for downloading us hey it's paige Desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 